I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, welcome to episode 16 of See You Next Wednesday. Today is June 13th, 2012, if you're listening to it on the day that this drops. And my name is Dan Gorman. I did it for you, Damien. This is for you. (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and I can put my arm back on. You can't, so play safe. (laughs) I'm Greg, and hey, I'm laying for you, Hennessy. <laughs> nice <thing done. laughs> yeah, there's a oh, random... Oh, Biloxi yeah. Blues. Biloxi Blues. Go watch that movie. It's yeah. Um, we got tons to talk about so this much. week. Oh, um, shit, yeah. I think it's going to be a long episode. Heads up, yep. listeners. Strap in, fuckers. Yeah. Uh, we Dan Wolovic here today. Dan Wolovic's coming. Yet. Um He's going to be here later because we are co-presenting a show this year at NXNE hey. coming hey. up on Sunday. That's right. And uh, there's going to be a lot of good bands there. Dream Jefferson, you heard last week mm-hmm. at the end of our episode. And here's some Amos the Transparent yes. this week. Amos the Transparent. We're going to put a song at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> and then we I hadn't said anything for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't have anything else to offer. Oh, you fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're also going to have film roulette and some reviews. And as we said later, Dan Walvik. But first, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like talking about a movie I watched yeah. this weekend. Um, Let's do that. Greg and I want to talk about this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, didn't I don't catch know that why one. it struck me when I was on Netflix the other night to put it on Passenger 57 starring <laughs> Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> I think it was because it was like 80 minutes or something. Yeah, it's, it's really, really sh- short. It's really short. <laughs> and I'm constantly, I don't, this isn't about like me being old or anything, but I'm constantly looking for these days in my life, I'm constantly looking for short movies. Yeah. Like I never want to watch anything more than 80 minutes for some reason. <laughs> I'm just constantly going through Netflix in like an hour and 38 minutes. Ugh. <laughs> such I don't a watch that. <laughs> yeah. So I think I saw that it was really short and put it on. Um, uh, and he told me that he watched <laughs> it, and I, I saw it back in the 90s, and was it's just terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, I and, remember it. Uh, I thought it was hilarious that he was watching it, and I told him, like, well, you think that's bad? You should also watch Drop Zone. <laughs> so he did. <laughs> so oh, did. really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll uh, pretty much just do anything Greg <laughs> says, or what? <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, then I got curious, so I rewatched Passenger 57 this morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that yeah, when I saw the message that you were watching it, I was extremely at, happy. At quarter to eight in the morning, I started watching. Yeah, I was watching. like, what is he doing up so early? <laughs> and why did he put on? Athena was getting up for work, and I woke up, and I was like... What's Wesley Snipes up to? <laughs> <laughs> Is he getting hey, did planes? you uh, did either of you guys uh, did you guys end up uh, betting on black? Yeah, <laughs> you always bet on you black. Always. Oh, okay. Sorry. Only good line in the movie. So uh, we wrote down notes. Yeah. Um, I all start. <laughs> Greg and I both we, we both wrote down notes, notes about on Passenger Fifty Seven. Um, so here's here's my take on Passenger Fifty Seven. Passenger Fifty Seven is a movie that does everything it possibly can wrong. <laughs> the, he gets on a plane in this movie. And then they, they land it 40 minutes in. Yeah, they're off yeah. the like plane. Halfway. Not even halfway. This movie's 80 <laughs> minutes long, 83 <laughs> minutes long, and it's about a plane. <laughs> then they go to a fair. It's like they said, there's too much at stake in this movie. Let's have them land. We'll release half of the people on this plane. So it, effectively we'll cut cutting the stakes in half. Right. And then we'll have the world's most boring fight in a shitty carnival <laughs> before we get back on the plane for the last eight minutes. This is fucking... They should have called it Passenger 57. The, uh, the villain clowns. is awful, and he's the guy who took over being the warlock in the warlock series. Yeah. After Julian Sands is like, oh, no thanks. <laughs> uh, and uh, he, like, his whole MO at the beginning is like, they're, they're going to hunt him down, but he gets plastic surgery yeah. every few months, so they don't know what he's going to look that like. That was the most I ridiculous do scene. And he's in the chair about to have plastic surgery, and the doctor's like coming in ready to do it, and then he's like, he grabs the doctor's hand, like, stop. And the doctor's like, what? And he's like, what time is it? And the doctor's like, what? And he's like, I asked you the time. And the doctor like, looks at the clock. It's like, 12 o'clock. Uh, 12. And then he jumps up and kills him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's never explained it's never why explained the time had anything to do with it. Except that later he asks somebody the time before he does something again. Before he kills somebody. Yeah, yeah. It, that's just his thing. But you don't like, know why. But I don't know why if he always gets plastic <laughs> surgery. He's like, yeah. noon. Oh, I haven't killed a doctor <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite part is that. Um, you know something is wrong with the movie you're watching when the only explosion in this movie, and it's an action movie, so I expect <laughs> there to be explosions. The only thing that blows up in this movie is a stair car on a runway with nobody on it 69 <laughs> minutes into the movie. No, it's just like they're driving a plane down the thing and then down the runway, and there's a stair car. No one's on it, and, it, and they hit it, and it blows up. <laughs> and then the scene just keeps going. The other thing I liked was when <laughs> they get off the plane... The uh, local Louisiana, Louisiana cops think, well, I guess they're racist and just assume that Wesley Snipes is yeah. a criminal. They don't want to bet on black. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Wesley Snipes is explaining everything to him and what he, and he has his ID and stuff like that. And they're just like, we don't believe you. Yeah. And they're going to take him down to the cell and the, the captain or whatever, the, the backwater police is like, all right, well, if he tries to, if he tries to run, shoot him. <laughs> um, but he might be telling the truth, so shoot him in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they fucking Why? arresting yeah. him to begin with? <laughs> like, yeah. he's, just he's, because he, he's black? He showed, up on the, he showed up on the runway because he falls out of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they're like, well, this guy fell out of the plane. Yeah. Let's arrest him yeah. and then threaten to shoot him. <laughs> In the leg because he might not be guilty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the funniest thing is when I watched Drop Zone like a day or two later, it's the exact same movie for the first five minutes. I it's don't like think I've seen drops. It's like Wesley Snipes is getting on a plane and there's a bad guy on the plane and <laughs> like what's gonna happen when he flies? He doesn't know it's a bad guy yet and like that's the exact same opening of Passenger Fifty Seven. He gets on a plane and there's a bad guy on. Which it. one has Ray Liotta? None, none uh, of them. Uh, uh, Neither of them. That's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, of. yeah. The Christmas on a plane with Lauren Holly. <laughs> I call <laughs> it Christmas <laughs> on a plane with Lauren Holly. <laughs> 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 that's why I wasn't aware of its name. <laughs> I prefer turbulence. <laughs> 
three <laughs> heavy metal or whatever it is. There's the one, there's a <laughs> sequel. There's a sequel to it, and one of them is a goth rock metal band are playing on a <laughs> on a plane, and the main singer is gonna kill everyone or something. <laughs> I can't remember. If it's three or four. Uh, <laughs> they're crap. they're pla- like they're scheduled <laughs> to play like, on yeah. the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a, a thing? They have bands on it's like planes? a band on a plane. Yeah, I don't know if that's for real, but. Uh, in the world of turbulence, <laughs> that's <laughs> something that definitely happens. And, and we need uh, what kind of music speaks to everyone? We need, you know, yeah, metal, goth, goth metal. metal. That's what everyone likes <laughs> on a plane. Um, so now I think I will go watch Murder at sixteen hundred. Mm. <laughs> Continue my snipes train of shitty action movies. I want you guys to watch uh, John Carter. Because yes. I'm dying to talk about it because it's it's we, really frustrating. We talked about it last week because or was it last week? Um, it yeah, came it was out on DVD. Out yeah, so, so I rented it. Greg went and watched it. Yeah, yeah. And, and what did you think? Oh, uh, there's so so close to being a good movie in it, but there's elements that work and there's weird fun stuff. Like he's got this like loyal dog thing that has this, yeah. <laughs> this dog that looks like Mary McCheese. It's great. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it Seriously, looks like Mary McCheese. There's a dog. With six legs, or it's supposed to be, it makes noises like a dog. And a hamburger. And it runs around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it and it like has Mary a slice McGee's. of cheese for a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I, I was looking at it, and I'm like, what does that thing look like? It was driving me crazy for half the movie, and then I was like, Mary McCheese! Yeah. And I was like, bring the dog back! He's yeah. the best. Yeah, that's price of admission <laughs> right there. Yeah. <laughs> You've sold me. <laughs> Don't say anything else. I'm going to rent that movie tonight. You <laughs> see, the sequel is John Carter fights the Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah. I hope we find out what Grimace is in number three. <laughs> <laughs> He's a taste bud, right? Isn't that I what he's supposed know. to be? That's, that's what fucked I read, up. That he's a taste bud. Th- yeah, I've heard that too, and that make that makes it worse. No, oh. yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. So because everything else is a discernible thing, like yeah, the yeah. fry guys are guys made of fries. <laughs> totally. Uh, birdie is a robin, or or whatever, or some kind of a bird. It's yeah, a birdie. <laughs> uh, and then the hamburger is a burglar of hamburgers. Yeah. So everything <laughs> else is a thing that makes sense, and then gr- like Grimace is like, if he's a taste bud, and but why is he grimacing then? Yeah, like, yeah, ugh, this ugh, is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that makes no sense. You can really taste the mafia involvement. <laughs> <laughs> Although it would make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. Who knows? We'll never know. No, it's one of the unsolved mysteries of man. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's get Robert Stack on the case. Yeah. So I don't know. That's. That was what I did this weekend. Yeah. I watched two Wesley Snipes movies. Is there anything else we want to uh, touch on? Did you do anything? And you won't watch anything past 90 minutes for fear of (laughs) wasting your life. (laughs) But you will watch. No, you see? No, you see? It has nothing to do with wasting my life, but it has to do with, like, I find I get home at, like, 9 or 10, you know, like, during the week. And I just need, I'm like, I don't want to go right to bed. Yeah, I get that. So I'm going to watch something, and then I try and find whatever is super short. And Mm -hmm. usually it's a shitty, shitty Mm B-movie that, like, 10 minutes of it will be opening and closing credits. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you sit all the way through out of respect for everyone who worked on the movie. <laughs> yeah, like I like yesterday, I got home from work and I watched a new movie starring Matthew Lillard, where he is a uh, he's a screenplay, uh, screenwriter, sorry, and he teaches a class about script writing. And someone is using one of his old uh, scripts to kill people. He's using the ideas from an old script he had. <laughs> To kill people. Uh, what is this movie it's called? It's called uh, Messages Deleted or something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> because you see, he gets a call on his phone, and it's somebody he's never met before in, their, in his life saying, he's going to kill me, and then the next day that person shows up dead. Hmm. 
Uh, it was bad. It you was lost me at Matthew Lillard, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you just never really gave yeah. me back. I said no. Matthew Lillard, and it wasn't followed with SLC Punk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I watched, yeah, it's true. Like, I watch garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm, I'm no good. I'm no good. <laughs> <laughs> I am not good. That, that being said, let's judge some movies. Yeah, let's get into film roulette. Yep. Well, film roulette is our weekly segment where we roll the die and two of us get to go see a good movie yeah. and one of us gets to go see a bad movie but the twist is the person who goes and sees the bad movie gets to pick an album for the two winners to listen to could be painful uh could be good whatever so whatever this is what we saw this week greg and i got to go see prometheus mm-hmm. and casey had to go see m3d aka <laughs> madagascar 3 3d m3 parentheses d and parentheses yeah. <laughs> as we've been <laughs> saying on our facebook thread mm. All right. Well, Greg and I are going to talk about Prometheus. Let's just say we're going to attempt not to spoil anything, but if you yeah. are a diehard, I mean, you're going to want to skip forward because we're going to talk in general terms. Yeah. But okay, then, I, then I'm going to leave the room. We're, we're not going to – we won't yeah, – yeah, yeah. for your sake, we won't spoil anything yeah, it'll big. Yeah, fine. Um, I think we can probably do a more in-depth discussion on it after Casey sees yeah, it. Yes, so like in a week a or two when people have – There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, Prometheus is the new Ridley Scott movie. Everyone has been saying that it is somehow tied to the original Aliens films. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've all been really excited about seeing it. Yeah. And it's his return to the sci-fi genre. Yes. That uh, that he helped yeah. fucking define. Absolutely. Right? Um, uh, it really divided camps on this movie. Yeah. Like people mm-hmm. either hate it or That's love it, and there's a lot of debating on what did this mean and why did this happen. Yeah, and I, and I, and it's a lot of knee jerk internet reaction. Yeah. Like uh, people are going out there and saying like worst movie ever made, yeah, worse no. than Avatar, as bad as Avatar, and absolutely not. No, well, Avatar not wasn't that bad. Avatar was pretty bad. <laughs> it was fun though. The thing that yeah. the 3D was wicked in it. Yeah, and this movie in a similar sense. It works completely on the uh, atmosphere, completely mm-hmm. on um, the level of in, of atmosphere, sorry, and and visuals. Like this movie is one of the only times I would say go see this movie in IMAX 3D. Like I don't yeah. often say oh, I saw that movie in IMAX 3D and I it was essential. Right. Like I feel like it's essential for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Yes. Yeah. The the three the, the 3D the specifically 3D is, is, specifically is, is essential. IMAX, specifically seeing it in IMAX and seeing it in 3D. I or thought or, was or great. AVX, whatever the yeah. alternate thing. That's why I saw it in AVX and it was it was pretty. The sound like it, is great. Yeah. I was hot on the score though. I didn't really dig the score too much. Who did the score? It's uh, a little over dramatic. It's a little, a little bit, like yeah. sh- like basic. Yeah, emotional yeah. score it, for this scene. Right, and right. And then there's like kind of like jaunty Jurassic Park style. Yeah. Music in it too. It's weird. Um, it takes you a bit out of the, you know, you're in the out, outer depths of yeah. space. But I thought he, <coughs> um, as he's shown before, is good at building environments yeah. that you like believe or whatever. You know, totally. like when you when you show up on the spaceship, you kind of believe like this is a spaceship like that people have been using, like it's lived in. I guess. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's um. Yeah. All y- the Sorry. I don't know. I was just going to say, you just really, you, you get sucked into it very easily from the yeah. start, you know? And the, all the problems that there are with this movie are <coughs> have nothing to do with the actual filmmaking craft. No. 
is Ridley yeah. Scott what he did with with the lens and uh, what the the lighting team did, the yeah. effects team did is fantastic. Totally. Movie looks amazing. I was reading some article about where they were saying a lot of new movies go close up, like all the, mm-hmm. the whole movie is basically shot like intimately. And this is a movie, and they were t- this is what they were saying in this article was that Ridley Scott, because he's from uh, like the seventies filmmaking uh, mm. style, it's a lot of wide open yeah. stuff, which you totally which know. There's a lot of sweeping mm-hmm. environment shots. You really get a sense of where you are. Why yeah. should there not be? If it's an environment that you as a viewer are unfamiliar with, like another planet well, or exactly. something, why should there not be big, wide establishing totally. shots? This is what they were saying. They were like, this is why you can tell that he's from an older generation right. of filmmaking, because today you wouldn't get that, you mm-hmm. know, in like mm-hmm. Battleship or fucking Transformers or whatever. Which no. seems strange that, they, that, that that's gone by the wayside, because it seems like such a vital part of, of creating the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and now, so I, I liked the movie. Um, I think it really, it, it, it has a strange agenda. There's a lot of things you can take away from it. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, uh, mm, deeper thought going on. Yeah. It is a Ridley Scott science fiction film. It's going to be misunderstood. I'm sure this film's going to be debated for a long time. Yeah. And particularly when the director's cut, which they've already announced is happening oh when God. it comes on a Blu-ray. <laughs> Could be a totally um, different beast, yeah. You know, a la Blade Runner. But uh, the problems that lie in this movie, I think, land squarely on the shoulders of the screenwriters. I completely agree. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. I was the not expecting this, that. Yeah, no. the thing the about themes it, that are set up are fucking fantastic, but the I way it is delivered through dialogue is problematic. Yes, I kind of agree. I I don't think that it's. I don't. I wouldn't say fucking fantastic. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I I do agree that like I like that there is something else that they're trying to do here. Yeah. But I think it, it to to me this movie is kind of like I've heard this um, before. So like I've heard other people say this. So this isn't a completely original me. Um, but I feel like the the issue with the movie that I have is does this movie is this movie actually really smart or is it like not smart? Like I think. If it was not the screenwriter of Lost, who is before shown us that he will set things up and not have them be anything for real, have no payoff. (laughs) Um, And I think this movie is full of that kind of 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 writing. It's just, here's a bunch of stuff, and like you kind of wait for it to all add up, and it never does. And I think it's not because the movie is is smart and leaving things open to my interpretation. I just think. No, uh, there's he a bunch of things like that. that that come up that mean absolutely nothing. Yeah, I'm I'm the greater themes. I think that I don't want to get into without spoiling yeah. shit. Are well, I mean that's handled by Ridley Scott, not so much the yeah the, the dialogue. Um, Definitely, and not all the dialogue stinks. Like the the flow no. of the of the the actors language. Are good. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Well, it's like is yeah. outstanding. Yeah, I I think he's how uh, how is his penis? Because <laughs> I heard his penis was great in this other movie. So. Oh yeah, um, no, nah, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> it didn't get. It didn't. It didn't get an and Michael yeah. Fassbender's penis <laughs> yeah, yeah. credit. No, uh, Numi Rapace was excellent. She's as really well. good. I kept thinking like she could be the new Ripley. Totally. The yeah, she's I just kept really strong. She's super she carries strong, the movie yeah. w- uh, wonderfully. There's a great interplay between her and Fassbender. The other problem is a lot of the other characters aren't really, really fleshed out. So it's kind of hard yeah. to care about any of them if you know when people do meet their end. It's oh yeah, like, it's just kind well, of like whatever I don't know who that guy was. So yeah. who gives a shit? Exactly. Um, but a couple of the scenes are just absolutely yeah. breathtaking, amazing scenes. There's yeah. a couple. There, there's a quote-unquote surgery scene. 
Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unreal scene. Crazy. <laughs> so insane, intense, and uh, awesome. But it's definitely it's something to watch and then talk about with your friends yeah. afterwards. Well, I think when after Casey sees it, we'll talk about it because by next week, if you haven't seen it, then yeah, <laughs> then fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> or you can you know skip that part of the episode. But there's things to talk yeah. about in it that are interesting. I would, I'm really curious to see the director's cut. Yeah, I would give this a recommendation. Absolutely. I would say this is a flawed movie. It's a good, not amazing movie mm-hmm. that happens to be fucking fantastic. Uh, fantastically amazing, fucking just brilliant visually. Like yeah. everything you could say about this movie, it, like in terms of visuals, just fucking incredible. Yeah, I hope if he does go forward with the uh, Blade Runner companion film, uh, that he does not use this writing team. Yes, um, I agree. But I That's hope he funny. does it because the look. I w- that was the one thing is like I wanted. I, I crave science fiction movies that look like Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. have these uh, epic, you know, soul-searching shots. Just in the shot, you can see so much about yeah. the human condition or something like that. And he accomplishes that again. So I, w- I hope he just stays with, he's an old man, but is, just stay with sci-fi for the last few films. Totally, least. yeah. I would like to see more. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so funny that, that you bring up the major problem with this being uh, the screenwriting, because when I... You know, when I heard about it, I was really excited about it. But when I heard Damon Lindelof was was one of the screenwriters, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, there's no way this is going to be an amazing script." Mm. So, uh, uh, so uh, yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you he know. does the lost shit to you. you yeah. know? It's yeah. like, what about this? We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> moving along. That didn't mean yeah. anything. All that totally. connectivity of everyone—that was nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so so you guys went and saw the good movie, yeah, uh, Prometheus, and you kind of liked it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I went and saw. Are you guys done with Prometheus? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. All right. Then we I went and saw the bad movie, uh, uh, Madagascar Three. Yes, mm-hmm. written by Noel Baumbach, which <laughs> I had written, no idea. Co-written by Noel Baumbach. no idea until mm-hmm. the other day. Um, this movie is great. Yeah, <laughs> I kept it was, reading that. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, honestly, so much fun, so likable. Uh, um, you know, it's not hilarious. Like Pixar movies are usually pretty hilarious, right? Yeah, uh, Pixar, is it? No, this oh, isn't okay. Pixar. Uh, DreamWorks. Right, um, right. Uh, you know, usually hilarious uh, on an adult level as well as uh, mm-hmm. for, yeah, for yeah. kids. This movie really tried to kind of keep it for the kids. Okay. Um, it has the, kind of the stock jokes, you know, like, hey, that guy fell down and it's funny. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I didn't really enjoy it on that level so much. But the story itself uh, is um, great. Yeah. Simple. Interesting. Uh, the, the, the characters are all super likable and... Everybody has their own little arc, and uh, Martin Short is the funniest thing about it. Uh, <laughs> oh he's <my> fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's like I say, it's not hilarious, and it's not the best movie I've ever seen, but I walked out of there just in the best mood. Yeah, yeah. Because huh. it's just one of those great, great kids' movies that where the story doesn't pander to kids or anything, okay. and it's got its morality, but it doesn't, um, it doesn't push it in your face. Uh, it definitely has its own sort of really cartoon reality where, like, you know, a uh, human being chasing after animals can just smash through walls and, uh, and, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But it's so funny that you're just kind of like, okay, that's fine. This is a cartoon. You yeah. Know? Um, I highly recommend this movie. If you've got kids, take your kids to see this movie. Uh, it's great. Oh it's man. so much fun. I'm so happy that, that we finally hit on a... We told someone to go see a bad movie. Yeah, and they it loved turned it. out to be yeah. good. Yeah, because <laughs> yep. I've been waiting for this to happen, and I thought maybe it would when we realized that all the reviews were coming back saying that <laughs> this was just hilarious insanity, like t- 
totally totally fun. It's totally fun and visually a uh, uh, beautiful, like absolutely beautiful. There's this uh um this scene where like basically they they join a circus kind of okay. thing and then they have to sort of like uh reinvent the circus and and this whole scene where where they have their first show as the circus is so visually amazing that yeah. it made me think about maybe doing mushrooms again. <laughs> <laughs> And you'll you'll nice. know what I mean when you see it. But yeah, you know what? I highly recommend this movie. It's great. Oh well, fuck, yeah. that's awesome. All I'm right, not going to go on for too I much like longer because I I listened back to our episode <laughs> from last week and I listened to myself talking about Regina Spector. Yeah, I think I talked for like 20 minutes nonstop. <laughs> and then there's this, and then there's this, and and, and so now I'm just like, <laughs> it right. was good. Go. Well, I like a good uh, kids movie, so yeah, yeah like sure. I like a good one that'll make me laugh. Yeah, so I'm exci- I maybe I'll t- I'm gonna check this out then when it comes out. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I I, I so say definitely. You you saw the bad movie this week. Mm-hmm. Last week, <sighs> um, I saw the bad movie, so I got to give you guys an album. Mm-hmm. But I I went with an album that I like. I I put myself out on the line. Yep, and I've been stressed out. Um. <laughs> for a long time because I kind of figured after I I gave you guys a good album that I think is good. Um kind of realized like oh well they come back and they think it's like the stupidest <laughs> fucking album in the world and they're like you fucking idiot like <laughs> <laughs> so um i've also been listening back to this album this week so yeah. the album i gave uh you guys uh is an album called social life by a band called kofax mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think greg and i talked about it we did uh but i was drunk and i don't remember talking we about were it, it was much. at the end of a bachelor party <laughs> we were at uh, we got into i just remember blurrily it. trying to talk about yeah. it but i don't really remember <laughs> anything that i said <laughs> it was mostly swearing yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um well i i liked this album um, oh my god yeah, <laughs> 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 it's uh, it's Ew. I think it's it's a time and place album a bit, you know, pr- production style. And yeah. I, and I, when you mentioned it, when you gave it to us, you're talking about other bands of that era, you know, like Hot Hot Heat and stuff. Yes. And it definitely it sounds like if Hot Hot Heat hadn't gone the totally wrong direction after mm. their first EP, which I quite like, uh, Knock 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 is really good. And then they, you know, that album with bandages and stuff like on it, which I tried to like really, really, really hard, mm. and, but it's just bad. Yeah. Um, but this, I feel like, is a more, um, uh, I don't want to use the word sophisticated or adult, but it is a more it's like a little, mature yeah. style of songwriting. Um, the vocals are similar to Hot Hot Heat, but not as wacky as, like, no bandages or something like that. I like the lyrics. Um, it's got a, it's got strong pop sensibilities to yeah, it. Yeah, not and every song is is no, they aren't all winners, the rest, but the good but ones are really good. Yeah, and uh, as I listened to it, you know, three four times, that's when I was like, you know what, this is actually a really good record. Um, and I'm kind of curious to hear more from them. That song we talked about it while we were hammered, but uh, uh, come back to life or yes. whatever. That's a crazy tune. <laughs> yeah, and it's really the thing I like about that song is it's such a um, like coked out disconnected look uh-huh. at at somebody in your life overdosing mm-hmm. but in such a like weirdly disconnected way because it's like because the lyrics of the song are basically their friend has died but we're still going to keep doing coke and like partying yeah and it's just like it's just such a crazy weird juxtaposition that you don't hear all that often mm-hmm. yeah what did you think casey I uh, uh, I really really like this album. Okay, I really oh did like this album, <laughs> and I'll and I'll continue to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the production, uh, like I, I want to find out who produced this album. It's it's so well produced. Yeah, it's nice. I really it's like the production. Yeah, it. and it's there's a lot going on. Like 
they they layer everything. I mean, there's, there's pianos and horns and blah blah blah. But it still feels, but it still feels sparse. You know, like it still feels like like everything has its own space. Yeah. Um, uh, the the lyrics, the song, uh, I wasn't crazy yeah. into. Uh, but uh, but I I really like the themes on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, e- every once in a while. The, like like when you compare it to that time of hot hot heat and everything like that, yeah. I, I, I kind of I, I definitely get that where um, melodies are recognizable. Yes, uh, where there's a lot of sort of well worn melodies that are sort of used in different ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of that on this album, and every once in a while, I'd be like, all right, well, this melody is is a little played out. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, but the songwriting and the craft of the songs is so like the songs are so well put together that that it's rare that that I felt like that. It was like little flashes yeah, where yeah. I felt like, like that. Like there's I think I feel like you're there's one of the songs where what the bass goes like do 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 and I'm like what? <laughs> it's not like, <laughs> yeah. like an inspector gadget or something like there's yeah. there's, there's little there's things little like moments but they're never like it, it reminds me of, of uh, uh, the first Zuton albums, uh, Who oh, Killed the yeah, Zutons, yeah. Uh, which is a great album, um, but ha- but but very much ha- suffers from well, not suffers from that, but has like really well worn yeah. melodies and like yeah, really yeah, sort yeah. of classic feeling songs where you sort of recognize where the influences came from. Yeah. Speaking of influences, I found I found a lot of pavement on this uh, uh, yes, on yeah. this Koufax album. Um, the, the, I don't hear it a ton but it it was mentioned on this all music review that i have up in front of us that basically kind of says name drops like xtc and uh pavement guided by voices ben Folds five and i kind of think of it as like i said the hot hot heat yeah, yeah. Like, i don't hear all of i that. don't really I, hear ben Folds five i think that's no. just like it's a rock I, band with a piano yeah, kind of yeah. thing i definitely heard the costello influence you were talking yes. about yeah and, and not not in broad strokes, no. but like little touches here and there, you know, in, in, in that kind of like on bridges yeah. and stuff. Yeah, where a song it's will veer off to, or definitely. Something. Yeah, and I, I think I'm glad that you guys liked it. And I think this is an album that didn't really get its due. Uh, like, I think it's worth a look. I'm glad you liked it, and it's funny. You it's funny that you say that because yeah, like I'm I'm actually pretty glad that that you gave us this album because I it would have completely been off my radar. Yeah. Oh yeah, I never would. Um, no. I've never heard of them even. I would say listen to their next album, "Hard Times Are in Fashion." Uh, it came out a couple years later, and it's equally as as good. It's a little bit more varied. This album kind of has one sound. The the next album has a lot of sound, mm-hmm. like a lot of different genres and stuff. And even their one they put out a couple years after that, "Strugglers" in two thousand eight. That was the last thing they did. More saxophones on that album, yeah. which I like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, those those three albums, they have some earlier stuff that I'm not big into. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, I would like to see them get a little bit more attention because yeah. they're, cause well, they're fun. Uh, it was a good call. Thanks Are for they that. still going? Mm, well, they put out their last album in 2008. I haven't heard anything from them since. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, well, as I lost the... Uh, I've been worried sick about this all week. Cause you he hasn't been you able came to in today seemingly ready to drop a bomb on us from your attitude. Is that right? I feel it like seemed like it. You were like, like, I can't wait to... 14 uh, episodes like, of frustration of yeah. bad albums is about to get dumped on us. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't be more wrong. Okay. No, really. Um, I've given you... Uh, uh, I've decided on something that that is a, a, a real throwback from my childhood. Something <laughs> I inexplicably listened to 
a lot <laughs> when I was a kid because I really loved it. It really <laughs> resonated with me All when right. I was a kid. Uh, this is an album released in 1985. It's, an, it's called The Wrestling Album. <laughs> and uh, uh, what it is, is uh, it's got songs by Hulk Hogan. Oh, uh, no, 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 sorry. It's got, it's got Hulk Hogan's theme song, Real American. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, it's got uh, uh, Junkyard Dog. <laughs> doing a song. This is the reason, actually, this song is the reason I picked it. Junkyard Dog does a song called Grab Them Cakes. <laughs> uh, and, and it's is he just, hungry? I hope it's no, not no, a he's, metaphor. He's, he's not hungry. He, he wants some ass. <laughs> uh, which he calls cakes. So he and is hungry. Ollie, oh, he's hungry for, for, for ass. Yeah. Uh, uh, and his instructions are, Grab them cakes. <laughs> <laughs> just grab them cakes. Oh, if there's fuck. a woman walking by, just grab oh, them cakes. This is delightful. It's uh, yeah. You well, got to listen to the I whole always, album. I always and like these kind of like gimmicky picks, though. So <sighs> yeah, yeah, totally. It, th- this album is a lot of fun, and 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 in its worst moments is completely uh, <laughs> uh, confusing <laughs> and alienating. Oh, and, and wonderful. Uh, awesome, yeah, I good. look forward to hearing what you guys All think. All right, and I will be listening along. With yeah, you. yeah. All right. And our listeners out there should do the same. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. So we are going to roll. It's weird this week, though. Yes. We are rolling for the new Adam Sandler movie with Andy Samberg. That's my boy. And that's the bad and movie. And that's the bad movie. Mm-hmm. And the other bad movie, <laughs> whoa, what? No! <laughs> is what? Rock of Ages. What we're doing this week is the two low rollers have to go see one of those movies. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it, what are we going to say, like, lowest has to go see one? Or are you guys, how are you guys going to, like, if the, the, the highest what, of happen? the two low uh, rollers gets to pick okay. which one of the two. All right. And then the person who duh, rolls the highest doesn't have overall to see doesn't have to see anything. Just watch no. whatever you want. I'm going to watch more Wesley Snipes movies if that's <laughs> me, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and right. the high roller also gets to pick the next Punishment album. Yes. yes. So it's a pretty high-stake win. Totally. Yeah. This yeah. is like the equivalent of like immunity in a reality show, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, there's chords everywhere. I'm hoping if I get low that I get highest of low because I don't want to see Rock of Ages. <laughs> like I just straight up don't want to see that movie. I will go see a crappy Adam Sandler movie first. Yeah. Again, I feel like if I uh, if I had to see one of the bad ones, Athena will go see Rock of Ages with me. Maybe. Yeah. I okay. don't want to go alone either to these fucking movies. I am rolling. Okay. Here we go. Oh. Shit. Yeah. Sorry, I interfered. Yeah, you interfered. Yeah. He, le- he he caught it. No catching. I usually say no catching, but yep. he did it, so fuck it. That's a one. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> See, that was going to roll a six that if you hadn't caught it, you bastard. Yeah. But I saw it becoming a six, and I said no. <clears throat> That's six. A six. I got a six. You're very good at rolling dice, Casey. I am. That's a yes, one. a one. <laughs> Why do we always have fucking doubles? So that is a re-roll. That's a re-roll. He's and I'm in safe. the clear. Yes, he uh, is. He, he, he is in the clear. The I'm back. Casey, I'm back. Casey is not going to see right. either of these get movies. To decide, uh, and this is to decide. Should who we just decide which is what now? What? And then we just roll it and let it happen. Which so is like good and which is bad? You yeah. mean? Let's say no, no. Just no. roll and whoever gets the highest gets, gets the pick. pick. Okay. There's a one. You got a one. <laughs> I got a five. I'm going to see That's My Boy. God damn it. 
And yeah. that means you got to go see Rock, Rock of Ages. And I got to yeah. go see nothing. And I get to pick uh, the Punishment album. Yeah. So happy. Hey, fucking That was a very I'm, I'm expensive honestly, role. I'm honestly happy that like the worst thing that's going to happen to me this week is I'm going to go see a shitty comedy, Adam Sandler. At least it's not Jack and fucking Jill. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, I, I, I don't see how any of his movies are different from any of the no, rest that, of them now. <laughs> I li- like, like I was saying earlier before we were recording, uh, this came up. At least I know there's going to be some funny people in there. I like Andy Samberg. Ugh. Yeah. I like people are going to show up where I'll be like, ah, at least they're like, like, fuck. It's not like Jack and Jill looked unbearable. Yeah, absolutely. And this looks bad, but it does not look that bad. Yeah. He is not playing a girl and a guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I only have to deal with one of him. He's playing a broad party animal yes. character. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> So, so let's review some let's albums. Review some albums. We are talking about two albums. <laughs> You're gonna start singing. Are we singing the rest of the podcast? <laughs> We're talking about two albums. <laughs> <laughs> I like where you took that song. <laughs> So we're talking about two albums. Yeah, we are, uh, we are doing that. <laughs> we are going to talk about the new Dream Jefferson album, uh-huh. Manchester, Manchester Blue. Blue. And we're going to talk about the new Future of the Left album, uh, The Plot Against Common Sense, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Which would you guys like to talk about first? Uh, well, let's talk about uh, the Future of the Left first. Okay. okay. Future of the Left are a, um, they're a band from Wales. They used to be, it's, it's featuring members of a band, uh, McCluskey. Yeah, if you remember those guys, I don't know. If you've never heard of McCluskey, go download their album "Does Dallas" right now. Uh, Steve Albini produced it. It is fucking awesome. They were an amazing band. I've liked other Future of the Left albums, but uh, the new one. Let's see. What do you guys think? I think it sucks. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It fucking <laughs> sucks. Okay, I do not think it fucking sucks. I hate the shit out of this band. I haven't hated a band like this in a long time. Wow. It was fun for me to hate this band. Oh, man, I think you're wrong. Oh, uh, yeah, I did not enjoy it. Have you, have you heard their last album? I haven't album? heard any of their I don't know McCluskey. I don't know any of And part of it might have well been Power Man 5000. This is, your, this is your problem. Your problem is that this is your introduction to this band. Yeah. Your problem is you have standards in music. No. No, you guys are so off base about this band. Um, what I what I, I I wanted so badly to do a mad uh, a mad fold in on this fucking album because it is so long. 
It is <laughs> yeah, so long. I, couldn't get I wanted to take sitting. like the first couple songs that I kind of liked, and there was a couple other that I liked. I wanted to just like cut the shitty ones <laughs> off and make this like a ten song album that I would think was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But no, like their last album was straight up a great album. Really? Um, yeah. And did you have you guys ever listened to McCluskey? No. 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 no? Okay. Well, well, me either. You should check I've them. Out. I've been reading up on the, which. The which members, w- like, which of these bands has the lead singer in it? Oh, Wasquetsky. Oh, okay, then I'm not ever going to listen <laughs> no, to that. No, you absolutely <laughs> should. Uh, because this guy, Jesus, like, th- like <laughs> everything that he does uh, was wrong. What's that song where he's talking about food he's ordering that's looking at him and stuff or whatever, uh, or something with the chicken? Is <laughs> uh, because every it's once like a in a while... It's song. I don't know, it's really bizarre. Every once in a while there's a riff where I'm like, that's a cool riff. Sure. Like, they, like... The, the the guitars kind of know what they're doing, and the production was kind of cool. Like I, it, it was kind of like dirty. I, some dirty of the production, it's like like some of the riffs and uh, production was definitely like you know one of those bands that's totally heard the Killing Joke, but just like I yeah, yeah, I yeah like absolutely. They heard it, Killing know? Joke. They've heard. It's funny that that Steve Albini uh, produced because like the entire time I'm listening to this, I'm like, I think they heard a lot of Big Black, but then didn't really get it. <laughs> Um, and I'm not a huge Big Black fan either, but uh, uh, but there's, there's but there's yeah, really there's, good there's stuff. great stuff with Big yeah. Black. But this band, like, yeah, the the lyrics are fucking inane. But I feel like this idiot is smirking at me the whole time, going like, "I'm clever, right? This is <laughs> clever." No, see, I don't take it like that. I don't. I, know. I, don't, totally I don't think that this is a good in- indication because I do think that the lyrics on this album are considerably weaker than he has uh, penned in the past. Uh-huh. But I do. I've always liked that he has had a really weird sense of humor to his lyrics while he's also talking about like interesting like political and socio-political things in such a weird like odd way and i don't think it works on this album uh completely um i don't know i was really torn about this album because i was excited for it because i like them um, their last album, tr- I think it was, uh, I can't remember, Travels in and of Myself or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travels with Myself and Another is a really good album. But I don't know. If well, you guys I'll, hate I'll it. I'll go back and check out McCluskey's stuff. Go, just, just for curiosity's yeah, sake. Listen, honestly, this one, like, uh, when I went and read about this guy and the kind of following he has and how he's perceived as a musician, it's it's all really <laughs> positive. And yes. so it's really like, well, what am I listening to here? Yeah. This sounds like that pseudo-industrial crap that was coming out in the end of the 90s, like a Conaline crush and shit. Yeah, you know, see... Just the empty... It, uh, sounds like the, it sounds like the electro-dance-pop version of that now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, I like what, yeah, what see, a Conaline crush was to uh, industrial. <laughs> totally. This band is to, to sort of legitimate electro-pop right yeah. now. Interesting that you go electro. Well, electro the electro in, in stuff on this album is so not the main thing. Well, there's some synth elements. No, but there's... And it really electro. has that sort of, like, uh, that smirking, dancey kind of, like, post-punk oh, kind of... I don't uh, hear that. Uh, I, think there's a, I think there's a weird disconnect between never having heard this band before and this being the entry point. Mm-hmm, I yeah. honestly do. Well, I'll check out some back stuff just to yeah. know. Yeah. If, if, if you hate his vocals... Yeah. You will have a hard time getting into them, especially after you having such a reaction to them from the start. But honestly, McCluskey Do Dallas is the name of the uh, album. Mm-hmm. Is amazing. I'll check that out. It's a straight up classic in my eyes. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. You haven't steered me wrong so far, but yeah, <laughs> this. Uh, oh, oh God! Like yeah. again, I had a good time hating this. Yeah, because sure. because I'm just like like oh God, you think you're so fucking clever. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh. Okay, right. so now we're going to talk about Dream Jefferson. Let's do that. Um, uh, it's a four-song EP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and quickly released after uh, Punch after Burn. After Punch Burn. Which was yes. my soundtrack in a lot of ways to last summer. Yeah, this, this album to me sounds like a really... A really good step forward for the band. Absolutely, they've obviously um, they've changed up their sound a yeah. little bit. It's, it's it's almost less rap based, and now it's more kind it's of it's like indie rap, regular now, like songwriting. Like s- since they they added a guitarist and added uh, uh, Tova, or yeah, um, uh, you know thing, things are a lot. Uh, the songs are a lot more musical. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. a lot less beat driven and a lot more like uh, totally uh, e- even structurally. I found this album weird. Uh, uh, like I liked it, um, and, yeah, no, and all the ideas are, are well formed and well and well performed. But I guess after Punch Perm, this album is a little more mellow, like a it little is, more. Yeah. Um, um, uh, it's like a little more mature. Y- yeah, absolutely. And and uh, which is great. Like I think that's awesome. But but like there were, there were certain parts where I just wanted to like, uh, like it, that was really cool. And then I just wanted something to just fucking explode through the ceiling. Like I just wanted to like envision Matt fucking you know hanging from the rafters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, I don't know, this has, like, uh, there's elements that go to Joy Division for yeah. me in this. And, like, it has that. With the guitar and like stuff. There's, like, this sort of pulsating yeah. uh, sorrow underneath Absolutely. a lot of all of this. Yeah, Definitely. totally. So cool to see out of an electro hip-hop yeah. outfit, you know? Because uh, And the lyrics are really good. Definitely. They're it, really the lyrics, good. The lyrics are fantastic. I mean, and, yeah. um, and it's a dark little EP. It, it is. And I think that that's, I think that, again, like after Punch Perm and then and then after listening to Third Burglar so uh, yeah. so much, You've maybe I was just looking for, yeah, yeah, maybe I was just looking for my hip hop to be yeah, sort you of know, like party I think, rock. I think this is, is gr- this is a great EP and I don't really have the problem that you had with it. My only issue with this, and it's, uh, it's a fucking non-issue, is just that it's it's so quick. And short yeah, to it's me, really it's, it, short. to me, it's not. I'm not so much excited about this as as an EP as I am hearing this EP and thinking like, what's next? What's next yeah. for these guys? Because they're taking steps forward with every release, and yeah. this is another yeah. like change up in a great way, mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's what I felt I've like. Had. Yeah, like I felt like these four songs on an album with you know five or six other. Um, or maybe six or seven other tracks that are that might be a little more upbeat mm-hmm. uh, would be such a, a nicely well formed, fully fleshed out album. Yeah, and and uh, on their own, I don't know. Just like like it sort of challenged my perception of hip hop, which is very much a good thing. Yes. Yeah, um, I think it challenges the perception of like what you thought Dream Jefferson's Dream Jefferson was, was too. like too. And, totally. and I'm the, uh, like I'm the kind In of person where where I'm just like I'm gonna have to spend more organic time with this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and let it kind of grow on me, but yeah. there's nothing I didn't like about it. But I was just like, oh, this kind of veered off the path for yeah, me. Yeah, it wasn't what you were expecting, and exactly. you haven't had time to adjust yet. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah, and I'm I'm uh, like I said, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, for this album has made me excited about seeing where they go. What's yeah. the next step? Yeah. And like, w- if they if they are planning on putting in an album, like, how crazy is that going to be? Uh, like, yeah. from what we've heard with them so far. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't have a favorite track. I can't really pick one. I sort of vacillate between New Gates and Sad Girl. Yes, so yeah. good. But all four are great. So definitely, I yeah. think it's New Gates for me. Yeah, yeah, New Gates is awesome. Sweet. Sweet. Well, yeah. Uh, and we uh, yeah, we'll see them uh, for North by. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, they're going to be playing on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, at the show that we are co-presenting. And you can go to dreamjefferson.bandcamp.com and check out their other two EPs, which yep. are amazing. Yeah, so. so good. 
totally do that. And that brings us to our final segment this week. We are going to do some NXNE chat with our good friend Dan Wallavik. Hello. Hello. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Hello, Dan. How's it going, guys? Oh, it's going. good, buddy. This is our first time on a podcast ever together, mm-hmm. you and I. Yeah, he wasn't here last time. No. Oh. Yeah, which means I can't make fun of you relentlessly this time. Well, you no, you can. can. I'm just going <laughs> to punch you square <laughs> in the face when <laughs> you <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not clever enough to make fun of someone when they're there. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, make fun of him on your own podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I absolutely should have done a that. Throw for you there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to oh, promote the yeah. podcast. Oh, well, a throw to mention to mention. Yeah, Kangaroo that. Court. Oh, I also have a podcast, yeah. uh, mm. Kangaroo Court, which has everything to do with sports. Um, but if you only like sports a little bit, you'll probably like it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, hosted by the same uh, modern superior company that does this podcast. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and we regularly have Mr. Greg Legro on there. And, That's right. Uh, and yell at him about his love of the Chicago Bears That's and right. things like that. <laughs> so, what's going on at Rancho? Yeah, well, if yeah, everyone's so listening, I mean it'll be for tonight. Obviously, North by Northeast is a huge festival, uh, but I book specifically for Rancho, so we're going to talk about the highlights that are going to happen here. Yeah. Uh, the first night of North by Northeast is Wednesday, uh, June 13th, and uh, we have six bands that night. Starting at eight o'clock and going till last band goes on at one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's we'll pick a couple highlights from that night. Uh, the first one is a band that's played here a bunch of times. Um, they they are called Say Domino. Mm-hmm. Say Domino are from London, Ontario. They're on uh, Outsound Records, which houses acts like Cursed Arrows, Glory Sweet. Glory, um, Wild Domestic, just to name oh. a few. Yeah, all good bands. Uh, yeah. All really good bands. And Say Domino is. Uh, they haven't put out much lately, but they put out a new song on a uh, seven inch with two other bands that came out a little while ago, and it sounds awesome. Sweet. Um, how to explain Say Domino? They are basically like they're basically like a typically sounding indie rock band at their core, except for that obviously half of them really like hard rock and and metal and punk and stuff like that. So they sort of fuse those two sides together and really kick out the guitars and really play extremely loud for songs that you typically probably hear a little fancier and a little prettier, <laughs> I would say. See, I like that. I like that. Uh, I like a nice sense of melody, but that's not... Fancy? <laughs> no, I'm trying to get away from that. So <laughs> and that's literally the first word that came to mind. I'm like, no, that's not... I'm trying to get away from that. But, uh, but yeah, no, that sounds good. That sounds like something I'll definitely check out. Yeah, so they're going to be here at 9 o'clock. And then a little later that night, we have uh, Bronx Cheerleader, who are from uh, St. Catharines. And they are, abs- they are an absolutely fantastic band. Um, my friends in Old World Vulture and I, big fans of the band, we actually share the opinion that if everything worked out in the world and indie albums got the same respect as larger bands get that it would be a Polaris nominee at the end of the year. Oh, man. Wow. Crazy. Really? It's a v- I have it on vinyl. And just to give you a great example, I have it on vinyl, and I, I put it on the other day while I was cooking, and Terry was just, like, doing chores and stuff around the house, and she'd never heard it. And she came into the kitchen and was like, who is this? Like, thinking that it was some big band. And I'm like, it's Bronx Cheerleader. She's like, I never heard of it. Like, they're just like a small band from St. Catharines that happened to be playing North by Northeast on Wednesday. <laughs> she was like, that is an amazing album. Yeah, yeah. I know it is an amazing album. Uh, it's kind of got elements of uh, 
just a rock album with a little elements of post-rock, sometimes a little bit of shoegaze in there. Mm-hmm. These aren't new guys. They've been playing for like eight, nine years, but this oh, is sort okay. of their masterpiece, uh, yeah. the best album they've ever put out. They've been uh, playing together for eight or nine years? Yeah, they've been a band for a while. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about they, this. They go a long ways back with uh, Mike Costanzo from Old World Vulture, so mm-hmm. he's who tipped me off to them. And I they love never, Old World Vulture. They yeah, never do band. that great in Toronto, but they're the, that's the thing about North by Northeast and Canadian Music Week is bands get judged for their music and not how many people know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so they'll probably end up getting a pretty good turnout, uh, I'm hoping, anyways. Yeah. I know a lot of critics have picked their set, so that's a good oh, sign. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yes. They're a great band. Nice. Yep. All right, so fast forward to Thursday. Thursday. Uh, Thursday I'm actually putting on with uh, Green Shades, uh, those guys who throw a monthly showcase here at Rancho. It's a pretty packed night. There's actually going to be eight bands from 8 until 4 a.m., uh, extended last call. Yep. And But uh, to talk about two on there that you might not have heard about, uh, one is the opener, who are called Hind Legs. Uh, they're from Halifax, and they are this really good kind of garagey uh, indie rock punk or whatever you want to say. Yeah, I've heard their name around before. Mm-hmm. They're fronted I'm by this female vocalist who's just like... Uh, She's got this PJ Harvey when she's really rocking <laughs> wow. out type quality to the vocal. Yeah. And real they're a real DIY band. Like I really like their music. I would love to hear their music maybe recorded with a little bit less of a DIY <laughs> ethic. <laughs> you know, I mean it's the type of band that people have listened to their band camp and been like, Yeah, I could see myself being into that, but because it's so raw Real-fire recording. And it's like just come out and see it live, and you know what I mean. But yeah. obviously it's working because they were one of the bigger bands at Halifax Pop last year, and they got accepted to North by this year, and they always do good draw-wise here, uh, p- particularly at Rancho. Sweet. Yeah, so that's Thursday. Mm. And then there's also... Oh, Paper Maps. Uh, Paper Maps, yeah. Well. yeah. should mention Paper Maps are playing because they've yeah. got some good pub over on this, uh, on yeah. this podcast. Over yeah, the they totally have. Over I'll always weeks. champion them. They're Absolutely. a great band. And they are on at 11, 11 o'clock. 11, yeah. yeah. It's just a really good night. I mean, if you... It is a really stacked night. With North by Northeast, you have the option of, if you have a bracelet, you can venue hop, or you could buy a day pass. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to do that and you want to pick a show that night where you could kind of settle in and get a lot of good music, Thursday night's a good option for yeah. that here. I mean, I generally book my shows like that in general. So you're going to get always... A night that if you pay the cover straight up and stay in one place, you're not going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. complimentary yeah. bands and yeah, what and have you. Mm. Yeah, for the for the most part, I mean, as much as you can. So that brings us to uh, Friday, mm-hmm. which will be done with uh, co-presenting with the guys from the Indie Machine. And for that night, oh wait, actually, I told it. Well, whatever, I skipped one. <laughs> On Friday, I have. Ow. Okay, so first one is uh, Dilly Dally, who are yeah. a Toronto band. Toronto band who really took the sort of music scene by storm about a year and a half ago and then sort of disappeared. Uh, Dilly Dally, they still play a lot of shows in and around Toronto, but they haven't wrote any new music to sort of capture that buzz they got right away. Mm-hmm. I remember meeting Katie from Dilly Dally at a show here once, and she was like, had played two shows before or something like that. And she was like, I just got accepted into Halifax Pop Explosion. <laughs> so obviously the music did a yeah. lot really fast. And I'm hoping that they're going to come out with some new music and whatnot on 
on Friday because they're an awesome band. Yeah, I mean, I've, I know I've, you're a fan. I've seen them play a couple times, and I, I remember the first time I saw them play, I was borderline blown away uh, by their set, <laughs> and, and I really, really liked it. And I've seen them a couple times since then, and none, none of this, none of the other shows reached the amount of like excitement I had from the first one. But they were still always really good, super cool, really interesting. Actually, it's not they don't play like the kind of um, indie rock that you really hear. They have like really cool harmonies and battling guitar lines and shit. Super cool. Yeah, and Katie's really a really interesting and dynamic front person yeah. for our band. So then right after them, actually, we have a band that's from Montreal and Toronto. I don't understand that, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, Doom Squad, who are... Why do I know that name? I know that. Have they played here before? Doom Squad have not played here before, but Dave and I have played you Doom Squad well into the night a okay. few times. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Doom Squad are basically, how, how to put it, if you're the type of person who likes to go out and hear music at North by Northeast or in general that's like really on the more experimental side and a little bit more of the um, a little bit more of the el- electronic and out there sort of experimental mm-hmm. stuff then they're probably for you uh, last n- I was thinking about tr- how to describe them and somebody mentioned that they sort of remind them of Spencer Krug when he's not in Wolf Parade oh, okay and I would <coughs> say to take something like that a splash of Animal Collective and a little bit of the Liars and maybe that's sort of what Doom Squad sounds like interesting All right. <laughs> that's a yeah Casey what is Casey Casey uh, uh, I'm saying what nothing. you don't love, you don't love the Liars are you here on Friday? Uh, yeah, I'm here on Friday. Oh, that'd be interesting to see what, yeah. you, what you think yeah. about Doom Squad. I, I, well, I love their band name. <laughs> <laughs> it, is a, it is a pretty great band name. It's an awesome band name. But yeah, they're going to be here at 2. And then we move over to Saturday. And on Saturday night, that's just my showcase. Uh, what's cool about Saturday night I is... I can't wait for Saturday. On Saturday, yeah, we have some cool yeah, stuff. Saturday's uh, nice. So good. We have... Uh, I, won't t- I won't say too much about them because we already... S- all established that we love Meanwood, but yeah. they're playing yeah, at 1 definitely. o'clock. Right before them, we have, at midnight, a band from actually Austin, Texas, who are called the Sour Notes, who, when I listened to everybody that was supposed to be playing the festival, they were w- basically my top pick. Wow. And nice. uh, I asked North by if I could get their play, and they obliged and gave it to me. Sweet. So they should be really cool. There's a couple videos online of when they were here last year for the festival, and they seemed like they did really well and really enjoyed it and they've been promoting the crap out of it i expect it to be pretty awesome here then it's their only play so uh there's not as many american bands and stuff like that at the festival this year as in years past so if you want to see something new uh they'd be they'd be a strong suggestion on my part and then at nine o'clock a toronto band that i think is quite underrated Mm -hmm. uh is broken bricks yeah i've seen them i think i said i see yeah Seen them for like CMW or yeah, they've played uh, here a, a lot of times. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fleshed they out do the not lineup, have and it seems anyway. to be really working for them. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta cut that, that out. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I can't. Yeah. But you're looking at me, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. How right do we now. get back in? Yeah, maybe it can just slide by like that. Anyway, they fleshed out their lineup, and uh, things seem to be working for that band really well now. Cool. Mm-hmm. Wicked, which brings us to the final day. Also, but I just want to say at the end, uh, 3 in the morning, which is hard to oh, go. Oh, yeah, I wanted to mention Gotta go too. see Different Skeletons different if skeletons. you're not doing anything else. They're so great so live. Great live. Oh, Love yeah, that I almost band. forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, well, I won't remember it, most likely, but it'll be really yeah. good. 
I'll let you know if you like right, it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be holding Wolovic up behind the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Where <laughs> we're all... Oh, Sunday's the big one. Yeah, that's us. Sunday that's is when we come together. Uh-huh. Two-way monologues and see you next Wednesday. Podcast North by Northeast said to me, "Could you come up with any more letters in, <laughs> in that?" <laughs> when I told them, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, but we have a pretty sweet night. If something, I think we have something for most people. Uh, yeah, we're starting from eight and we're running. Last band goes on at two, so we'll be one of the last, if not the last, venue in Toronto offering music for North by Northeast. Uh, we have some established acts, some newer acts, and mm-hmm. and. Uh, some really great sort of legendary Durancho acts. Absolutely. Yeah. So just to, I guess, to run through, the openers are a band called Vista Vision, who I know at least myself and Gorman are familiar with. Yeah. Uh, they used to be a, a large part of a band called Key Witness, who's a big part of my history as a promoter. And they broke up, and a couple of guys started this new band. Uh, they just put out an album. I think it's fantastic. They really don't do the whole... Uh, online promotion thing Mm -hmm. so not very many people know about them and yet when they play a bunch of people show up and they're usually great so that'll be nice and early eight o'clock and then we kick into not what your program says it says wazoo yeah Mm -hmm. uh but they ran out of time on their uh visa and aren't able to cross the border that's a shame well they could cross they could they could cross the border they're from Brooklyn, living in Brooklyn, but from Australia. Okay. Uh. So they could cross the border, but they wouldn't be allowed back, <laughs> which uh. would be a problem for them. It would be an issue, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've replaced them with a band. Uh, they're called Crowns for Convoy. They've played here a few times. Mm. Uh, they're a full band. Uh, they've recently sort of rejigged their lineup to get a little heavier. Uh, haven't played in a long time because of it. I think they'll be good. Uh, they filled in in a pinch, so I appreciate that. And then at 10 o'clock, we have my good friends, Goodnight Sunrise, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who always are up to something. Uh, they claim <laughs> that they're going to turn Rancho into a beach for this, <laughs> for this show. Seriously? Yeah, I don't know That's what that fantastic. means. That's yeah, fantastic. shows are nuts. They, they're, they're, they're such great players and such great people. Yeah, they never yeah. get on stage and just play you a show. It's like there's going to shoot a cannon at you or like <laughs> give you glow sticks or like That's make your dangerous. place into a beach. <laughs> I went to, when I went to a show, I, I went to the one where they gave you glow sticks. I thought that was nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't see the one where they shot a cannon at you. <laughs> I'm kind of glad I didn't. They had a confetti cannon. Yeah. Uh, Not an actual cannon. Well, they wanted to have a cake. They wanted to shoot cake out of a cannon, yeah. but they mm. couldn't figure out the logistics Did of, that, of yes. that. Yeah. Uh, but apparently it's going to be a beach in here. I have no idea what that means. Yeah. But That's awesome. If th- it's probably so they could wear a bathing suit. It means that w- it means that when Peter cleans up tons of sand the next day, he's going to be bitching and complaining. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not to derail this, but I just want to say that you drinking that cup of coffee just then, you could not have found a more awkward way to do it. Do you Your know what I did? Like around and I know. under, like. Do you know why though? It may have looked awkward, but it was it was perfect I because <laughs> the the mic stand was moving farther away. Uh-huh. So I grabbed my coffee oh, like and in excuse. one motion. I, I came around the thing. thing. It was hilarious. All anyway, of which sorry. is stunning for radio. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Eleven o'clock. Uh, Eleven o'clock is a pretty huge set for anyone who yeah. either likes indie music in Canada or has ever been a part of the Rancho scene because Amos the Transparent are playing here, mm-hmm. and they are legends as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Absolutely. 
Canadian indie music scene. Outstanding. Haven't been man. here in a long time. Yeah, yeah long and time. as I think I said last week, I, the, they had a uh, a thing at the movies where they got interviewed right. when mm-hmm. you were sitting and watching the pre-show, which yeah, I've yeah. always been like, holy shit. It's that band that's amazing. They're like getting getting even more like getting their due like in yeah. in theaters across Canada. It's awesome. Yeah. I always wonder how people get that. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. Somebody just happens to see Amos and yeah, they're like, "Would yeah. you like well, to well, be in that?" It was something like that finally too, because it's always just some adult contemporary. Totally, thing, you know, like I don't know, jazz vocal. Yeah. Like the one right now is really dumb. It's like that guy. He's got like some new. Oh, that Irish guy. Yeah, that Irish yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, My music's touched a lot of people's souls. And yeah. Like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's nice easy, that when you buddy. see. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> that when you see somebody that like actually deserves it and like is a great band. Yeah. So Amos, they uh, they put out a new video today, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, today, as in. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So tomorrow it'll be a day old. So yesterday. But if, uh, <laughs> if uh, Gorman or whatever, if you guys put up the link either to it direct or to the Facebook event, I yeah. link to it in there. Sweet. Uh, and the, the new album, I mean, today it was on a free download. Who knows? It might still be tomorrow. So if you hear this podcast, check it out. Because right now, if you sign up for their mail list, they're giving you the album for free. Uh, and that way you can be ready to sing along on Sunday because usually that's what happens at Amos totally. Transparent shows. Yeah. Really loud singing. Really <laughs> Everyone always <laughs> seems to know every word of their song. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Which leads into a band I don't know if you guys know anything about. Uh, they go Dream Jefferson. Never heard of them. No, we've never Who? talked about <laughs> them endlessly. <laughs> we know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that. Yeah. That well, should be great. It's the first time they'll ever have played the new album back to back live. And last time I saw them, they weren't even sure how they were going to play it live yet yeah. so i know they've been practicing hard getting ready for that and uh it's not all they're going to play they're going to play some old stuff afterwards too yeah, yeah. but that's going to be great yeah that's at midnight that's going to be a hell of a set they no matter what the audience is or what the room is they play like it's a stadium yeah and it's intense and then it gets to a little uh lesser known bands to close the night out but really cool acts the one at one o'clock is called soy de Sant, uh which is our friend Owen's mm-hmm. new band. Owen's been in a ton of bands like Clouds, Clouds that Look Like, like Things, Timo Crazy, La Fumée, which band? Yeah, LSD oh, Spider. I miss that band so much. They were so good. And they played like th- like five shows, but Greg fell in love with them <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, intensely. So uh, fucking good. I shouldn't say Greg. Like I thought they sucked. Anyone I liked them quite a bit. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You know, just in case. But they are going to play. Uh, they got this kind of I don't know, this sort of like trip hop electro mm-hmm. thing going on. And then and the last band to close the night out have the, a wonderful band name, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Goes very yeah. well with your uh, with, with yeah, my with pick for punishment, punishment, punishment yeah, album. Absolutely. Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Elizabeth, I don't even know if they've played a show yet. Uh, they're sort of like a, a electro pop super band. It's got uh, one guy, Odie, who was in Ghost is Dancing or Powers. And oh. a, guy, a guy Kevin. I used to work with that guy. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> a, a guy Kevin, who's in Hands and Teeth, and I believe oh, his cool. name is Tom from the band Gay, and then one guy who's in No Bands, but I'm sure he's just fine. <laughs> uh, and I heard a demo. They don't even have any songs online yet. I heard a demo and it was really cool. And I was right thinking, on. like, at two o'clock, that's exactly what you need. Like yeah. something, something that you'd have to just be crazy enough to stay around and see. Totally. <laughs> so that's. I mean, that's going to be the thing. It's going to yeah. be a chance to come see 
your see you next Wednesday podcast people oh, in yeah. person. Yeah. We'll yeah. be there. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a great night. I'm we'll really excited about we'll it. We'll be there signing autographs. Yep, that's <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a booth. Give set him, up. Back Did you guys get your get your headshots uh, uh, up today? Yeah. Marital uh, advice. Yeah, we'll be uh, sign. We'll be signing and titties. We're gonna learn how to cook a perfect stew. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be good. Sunday is always a good. Uh, I, I think I say this like every year, but but like picking one place stick around on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. You know? I, I've loved the Sunday of the uh, end of the North by Northeast and CMW festivals. have always worked out really well at the yeah. show. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, even when it hasn't been official, it's been really good. Yeah, you know, it's really, it's always good turnout and people are in a good mood from having an awesome week of music, so it's pretty, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did it. I almost did it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, if you guys stopped, you didn't do that. I would have had to send you to Johnny Deppopolis <laughs> if you said that <laughs> shit. Oh, Welcome shit. to Johnny Depp Island. <laughs> oh, um, oh like you Prometheus. know what? I wanted to say one more thing about Prometheus that I thought was really funny. Oh. Oh, it's nothing to do with the, the movie. Okay. At the <laughs> end of the movie, the lights came up, and there was this whole row of nerd nerds in front of me. Yeah. And, I, you know, nothing against nerds, but, I mean, these guys are all, like the one guy, the ringleader, who was violently angry about the movie wearing, oh, really? wearing his Admiral Akbar t-shirt. Yeah. Of course <laughs> Sitting there screaming at the screen. And the rest of them at first were like, yeah, yeah, it was stupid. That didn't make any <laughs> science sense. Yeah. And then he's, he kept on going. He was like, screaming at the at the, at the back of the chair in front of him. And they were That's all getting amazing. uncomfortable, just kind of looking <laughs> yeah. at the ground. I'm like, oh, we don't know uh, him. Uh, <laughs> we just sat down beside him. Sorry. Yeah, nice Admiral Akbar t-shirt. But yeah, man, That's that amazing. Yeah, people, people he was the angriest anxious. nerd I've ever seen. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was intense. See, I had the opposite reaction when I went and saw Avengers, and I went to the washroom, and there was all these uber nerds in there just being like, yeah, yeah, just when you just really know everything. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and I was <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah. so if you're out there, Admiral Akbar, I think you need to watch it again. Shine on. Yeah, yeah. and also fucking relax. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, seriously. It's not a trap. Uh, <laughs> no matter what your there. T-shirt says, it's not a trap. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, well, what else? Anything? I don't know. I don't know. Where, huh? actually, Dan, where yes, can Dan? everyone find you in your many forms on the internet? <laughs> oh, find me? Well, you can find uh, about the music stuff, twowaymonologues.com or uh, twowaymonologues presents on Facebook or at twowaymonologues on Twitter. With a two. With a two, yes. yes. Sorry about that. Uh, because it should be the other way. But anyways, <laughs> uh, that's the place you can find out about that. And or if you want to find out about the podcast, uh, you can look me up on Twitter, Kangaroo Court PC, Kangaroo Court Podcast on Facebook. And I always get it wrong. But from there, you can get the links to the Libsyn page and all that stuff mm-hmm. where Sweet. you can hear this, hear us talk about sports and Greg. <laughs> Talk about the bears. talk about sports and Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he's not there. So that Greg, you see the hat he was wearing. Yeah. You know what? I like his shirt. <laughs> um, and I can attest that I've listened to a couple of the episodes, and I know nothing about sports, and, and still very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, we try. It's a, it's a quality show. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at synwpc. Uh, ditto for Facebook, mm-hmm. facebook.com slash synwpc, or you can go to modernsuperior.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. Check out all of us, Kangaroo Court, see you see next, next Wednesday, Wednesday our and upcoming shows. Upcoming shows, we got one coming up called Lonely Nights, and you're going to want to check it out when it, when we get it ready, because yeah. it's, uh, it's going to be heard, awesome. I've heard good things. 
Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing else. Yeah. Not I, oh. me either. Yeah. No. I'm tired. Right. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Sweet. Well, yeah. Uh, I guess we will see you all next Wednesday. All right. Yeah. Peace out, Internet. Right, bye, Internet. Don't take this the wrong way The things haven't been looking up There's a flaw in the plan There's a hole where the blood should thicken You've nothing to lose. You've nothing to lose.